Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated PG 13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Previously on Harry Strange, I saw the fireball rise out of Vale's boat. Harry! The heat hit me and I felt my skin start to burn. A moment later, the blast pushed me into the water. Emily, it's okay. We're on your side. You're the reason this happened. Stay away from me. Why did you ever come into my restaurant? Emily, I'm so sorry. I never expected anything like this to happen. My fingers, my God, they bit off my fingers. They cut my face. They lips. My lips are melted. What are you? My life. They said they were going to do horrible things to me, to my family, and I didn't know what to do, and I was just so upset. I'm so upset. As I stepped into the bright light of the parking lot, I smelled the fresh air. It was invigorating after the tomb-like environment of the stairwell. Then something exploded in my head. Oh! It was exactly as you said, brother. Of course. Fire doors just don't open by themselves. Get her into the SUV. I'm sure that imbecile Johnson has learned that his men were glamoured by now. I want to be on our plane back to the Vatican in 20 minutes. Ha! We all knew about Ron and Samara. That's her name, Samara. 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 Of course. Why not? And now... This is our top-of-the-line model. Reinforced rubber wheels with all-terrain tracking, a rugged steel-lined roll bar, and a special patented bump absorption system so baby stays safe and comfortable regardless of the exterior conditions. Doesn't that seem all a bit uh, ostentatious? Is this your first child? Yes, but I don't see how that... You haven't really seen how flimsy some of those other strollers can be. Consumer Reports gave the Baby Glide 5000 its highest safety rating. It looks like a wonderful stroller, but I don't... Oh! Whoa! Think a stroller should cost as much as... Uh, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, I just feel uh, a little woozy. When are you due? Not for another month. Oh my. Is that what I... Did you already... Yes! That was my water breaking! <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> wrong <laughs> too <laughs> soon. Oh my god. God, uh, 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 just hold on for a second. Hold on? Are you crazy? I'm giving birth here! I, I can't. I mean, you can't. I mean, we're not sterile. Listen, Needle Dick, this baby is... Ah! Oh, God, this can't be right. Something is wrong. It feels... Ah! Don't just stand there. Call... Oh, my God! It's coming! It feels wrong! I, I think I see its head! Oh god, I'm going to be sick! <laughs> Let me see my baby! Uh, what the hell is that? 
And that's not a baby. Give him to me. Uh, you're bleeding. Oh, my, a lot. Give me my baby. I I'm sorry. I'm not touching that. My baby. Where's my baby? Oh, God, no. What's wrong with him? What the hell? Magic and magical people, the unnatural order is all around us. There are white witches, black witches, demons, vamps, werewolves, shapeshifters, ghosts. It's a protoplasmic party of creature features out there. But unless you know where to look, you won't find them. I know where to look. My name is Harry Strange. No one knows where he is. You're lying, Dr. Strager. Brother Sergio, you tasered me and kidnapped me. Why would I tell you anything? Because all things serve the Lord. Oh, the Lord is okay with kidnapping innocent women? Oh, you are hardly an innocent, Dr. Carmen Strager. According to my notes, you summoned a demon at 16. You've performed numerous spells and incantations throughout your life, cavorted with witches and sorcerers, and currently associate yourself with one of the greatest heretics who ever lived, Harry Strange. None of that is true. Well, most of it isn't. Harry is not a heretic. Of that, I am sure. Harry uses unnatural powers granted to him by a renegade angel. He uses them for good. No man but the father can judge another. Strange makes his decisions based on some personal moral code. Did you know he allows some of the most vile demons to live while punishing minor demons because of some personal vendetta? You mean like the vampire who killed his wife? Or the spirit who took my brother? Those, to be sure. Hundreds of others. And what about the Order? How many innocents have you thugs killed? How many women have you burned at the stake and wrongfully accused of witchcraft because they rejected the advances of your misogynistic, sexually repressed ass? Watch your tongue, woman! My acolyte truly enjoys that taser. Why wouldn't he? It's probably the only way he can get a woman to her knees. Oh! <laughs> now, where were we? Where is Strange, you little witch? I need him. I thought you said he was dead. We both know it's not possible to kill him. So where is he? I don't know! Where is he? You can't do anything to me. I'm an American citizen. Indeed you are, but you are also a witch. And in a conflict between man's law and God's law, I think you can guess which side I come down on. You're an animal. Let me show you something. Acolyte, drag her. Get your hands off me! Careful, or you'll get the taser again. Look there. Oh my god! What have you done to her? I am punishing the succubus for her sins. Help me. Please. What sin could possibly deserve this? You're not a monk. You're a sadist. Let go of me! Oh! The succubus failed me. She was supposed to get strange here. Pray he comes when he sees this. Sees what? This. Oh! Again. Oh! Oh! 
<laughs> Your magic is neutralized in here, witch. No! But just because you tried to use your black powers, Acolyte? She's passed out, brother. So she has. Chain her. I want pictures of this. You should never listen to country music when you're sad. Because for every pick-me-up, two-stepping, line-dance ditty, there are going to be three dirges that'll bring a tear to your eye. I wasn't exactly depressed, but I was in that melancholy mood a level or so above sadness. I'd stopped at every rest area along the way and tried to call Carmen, both at her house and my office. Got nothing but voicemail. Her cell number was a mystery to me. I had it on my cell phone, which currently resided in that great collection of lost items somewhere in the cosmos. Hit you again, mister? Keep them coming. I have a long ride ahead of me. Where are you heading? Night falls, new... That was where that marina blew up, right? Terrorists, they said. Is that what they said? Welcome to doing Donna's Diner. Have a seat. I'll be right with you. I watched Karen walk away. She had a cute little strut when she walked. Then I thought of another waitress in Trail's End. A guy and his pregnant partner came in. It looked to be about twenty-ish. At the counter sat a hot redhead sipping coffee. She was also pregnant. Must be something in the water. I looked back at my newspaper, The Haven Weekly. That's something right there. What? That serial killer. They said she only kills men, then steals their wallets and cars. She's working her way east across I-80. She? A female serial killer? <laughs> Women can do all sorts of things nowadays, mister. Or haven't you heard? I have indeed. How do they know the killer is a woman? Don't you ever read a paper or watch the news? She left a note at her last killing, signed, The Avenging Angel. Ow! Something's wrong. My water just broke. By the time I got to the table, the girl, Misty, was trying to stand. This baby is coming now! What do we do? They didn't cover this in Lamar's class. It's okay, Misty. You're on a beach. A nice relaxing beach on a warm summer day. Bob, are you crazy? I'm in a hole in the wall. Oh, shut up and let me focus. Karen, call 911. You, husband guy, clear the table. Oh, we're not married. Fine. Irresponsible sex guy, clear the table. Are you a doctor? No, I'm a private investigator. Stop asking and start doing. When Bob didn't respond fast enough, I took matters into my own hands. Should I boil water or something? Only if you're making tea. Lay back, Misty. My name is Harry Strange. Please help me! Okay, I need you to focus. Deep breath. That's good. Sheriff's deputy can't be here for 20 minutes. The ambulance is tied up with an accident on 95. The ambulance? You only have one ambulance here? We're a small town. Nearest hospital's 45 minutes away. This baby is not waiting 45 minutes! No, I suppose not. Okay, then, here we go. Give us a push. Is that its head? 
I believe so. What you mean believe? I thought you'd done this before. I never said that. Why does it look so funny? All babies look like... Kind of looks like a doll's head. Yeah, like the head of one of them gargoyles you see on buildings. Karen, get me rags, tablecloths, anything. What the hell is that? Now, Karen. Oh, God, I'm dying. It's killing me. My baby's tearing me up. One more push, Misty. I can't. It hurts too much. You have to, honey. It's heavier than it looks. Put those tablecloths on her and apply pressure. Don't let go. We need to stop the bleeding if she's going to live until the EMTs get here. What about that? I don't know. My baby. I want to see my baby. I shook my head at Karen, who was looking at me with her sad brown eyes. I'm sorry, sweetie, but these things happen. My baby. Please show me a baby. Please. I need to see him. Please. Misty passed out. Karen was doing her best to stem Misty's bleeding. The thing in the sink wasn't moving and hadn't moved since it jettisoned that of Misty. It was baby-like in design. Two arms, two legs, a Buddha belly, and an oversized head that swallowed its... his neck. That was where the similarities ended. His body was solid and unyielding, like a tombstone, cold and rough. Green and rust colors lay flat against his disfigured skin. This kid thing probably weighed in on the north side of fifteen pounds. No wonder Misty passed out. She gave birth to a bowling ball with arms and legs. His little hands were curled into claws and his permanently snarling lip looked painted on. I leaned in closer and he opened his eyes. I pulled back and looked around the room. Karen was tending to Misty. Her boyfriend, ever the hero, was still out cold on the floor. The redhead at the counter had left, but she left a Hamilton under the plate, the corner peeking out like a worm from its hole. The baby's eyes were still open, but they were slowly closing. Each eye was a milky mass of blue and black and a gray film. Probably just an involuntary reaction. Still, though, it was disturbing to think that there had been the potential for life in something so... inorganic. What exactly are you asking me, Mr. Strange? What are the odds of two women having a lithopedian, and both of them having the same doctor? Well, son, the odds of that happening in the U.S. are infinitesimal. Almost as small as someone like you knowing the term lithopedian. Insulting me doesn't really help you. Help me what, Mr. Strange? Do you really think I had something to do with my patient's unfortunate pregnancies? How I would do something like this, or why? Well, Dr. Moody, there are several hows, but only... Name one, Mr. Strange, because in my 40 years as a doctor, and I have never discovered or heard of a drug combination that could convert flesh and blood into a solid piece of calcium. Maybe not a drug combination. There are spells, hold magic. <laughs> Did you say spells? 
spells and old magic. <laughs> You're serious. If I had a nickel for every time someone asked me if I was serious when I mentioned spells and old magic? Tell me, Doctor, did you ever know a woman named Samara? No. You might want to think about that. Forty years of doctoring is a long time. Her name is Samara, a beautiful caramel-colored woman. She would have most likely been a volunteer. Mr. Strange, I have spent most of my time right here in Haven. The receptionist you bullied past is the same receptionist I've had for the last 37 years. And I haven't had any caramel since I became a diabetic in 2000. <sighs> Let's say that I believe you. Now isn't that a relief? Now tell me again why I should care if you believe me. Because I think you and your town have a bigger problem than you know. In the regular course of events, women don't have babies made out of stone. Like you said, there isn't a medical reason, but... I said I didn't know of any drug combination. Not that there weren't any medical reasons. Lithopedia is rare. Normally, if a fetus dies in the womb, it is reabsorbed into the body. Or if it's too large, delivered via miscarriage. Typically, a lithopedian, or as you put it, stone baby, is associated with an abdominal pregnancy. The baby self-terminates, but is too large to be reabsorbed. Did you know, Mr. Strange, that a stone baby was discovered in a 94-year-old woman? She carried it in her since her early 30s. Were any of these abdominal pregnancies? No, Mr. Strange. Up until these events, both Lily, the woman at the store, and Misty were normal, healthy pregnancies, although... Do tell, Doctor. In a town this size, one would expect a distribution that looks like this. All the greens are the expected pregnancies. Hmm. Smaller than I would expect. Small towns are not the baby-making factories you city folk think we are. But... This is Haven's current distribution. Huh. It's... Almost double the expectations. So what does that mean in real numbers? Three out of four women of childbearing age are pregnant. Have you told anyone? The CDC? <laughs> what would I tell them? That a small town in North Carolina has a burgeoning pregnancy rate? Do you know what they would say to that? I'm pretty sure it would involve cutting your tequila rations. Exactly. I walked around the office. The bookcase near the door had a plethora of medical books, a couple of legal tomes, and laying flat on the center shelf, a Bible, King James Version. It looked ancient. I felt the cover, worn. Most of the engravings had almost rubbed away. Do you mind, Mr. Strange? You need to wear special gloves to touch that Bible. The oil from your skin is like acid to that book. I dropped the cover. What are the chances of you letting me look at the records of the women? About the same as the chances of you having an abdominal pregnancy. You have a problem in your little town, Doctor. You need me. Oh, you haven't proved that to me yet. You bullied past my receptionist. Accused me of doing something to my patients. And, and now you want me to violate doctor-patient confidentiality. But I am charming. Not as much as you think. We're done here. I thought we were bonding so well. You showed me your little computer model and everything. I showed you that to quell any other thoughts you may have about my guilt. Oh, you're not off my list yet. 
but your name is much closer to the eraser. Okay, I get the confidentiality thing. Let's try this. Who was the first patient to go all mom to be on you? Mr. Strange, I am asking you politely to leave my office. The next time I ask will be with the sheriff. Something tells me someone like you does not do very well with the law enforcement. Did any of them take fertility drugs? Good afternoon, Mr. Strange. I walked up the street towards Dew and Dinah's diner. There were two places to get the scoop on small town activities, the doctor and the diner. The doctor gave me a couple of pieces, but not enough to connect the dots. Chatting at the diner would help me form a timeline. Knowing who was first would be key. Or not. I was shooting in the dark. Both women were in their eighth month. Later, I would log in and do some social network research on Lily and Misty. Both were in Haven General, my next stop. Karen was coming out of the bank. Hey, Harry Strange! I turned and saw a black BMW pull up to the curb next to me. Harry! Harry, you've been shot! I know. God, that burns. Get me out of here. The doctor's office is just a block away. No, back to my hotel. Your place, anywhere but here. My car is right up the street. Can you make it? Yes. Christ, why is it always a small car? Doesn't anyone drive SUVs anymore? Can you get in? Barely. Hospital? No, I'll be fine. Just need a place to rest for a bit. Do you live alone? My roommate is out of town. There then. Quickly, before they come back to check their handiwork. Where did she hit you? My leg. I opened my raincoat. There was a small injury wound about the size of a dime on the front of my leg. I felt along the back. Uh-oh. A ragged, silver dollar-sized hole gushed blood in the back of my raincoat. Gonna need some Pop-Tarts. Harry Strange, Episode 207, Stone Babies, was written by Tony Serechia, directed by Jason Tyler, and produced by Brianne Ahern. All material is copyright by Tony Serechia and used with his permission. Featured in tonight's cast were Tony Scott, Catherine Claypool, Sylvia Galan, Dennis Coburn, Parissa Johnston, Parker Whirling, Kellen Stennett, Emily Jane, Trisha Groves, Tyler Sims, H. Keith Lyons, and Amanda Whirling. To keep up with the latest news and information on everyone's favorite private investigator, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash harrystrangeradio. Send your questions, comments, and suggestions to producer at harrystrange.com. For comments that may be included on future shows, call the listener hotline at 678-379-8669. That's 678-379-TONY. Harry's opening theme music was written and performed by Lance Hogan and is copyright by Lance Hogan and used with his permission. Incidental music and character themes were written and performed by Ryan Lassard and are copyright by Ryan Lassard and used with his permission. Contact Ryan at rlassardmusic at gmail.com. Incidental music was written and performed by Kevin McLeod and is copyright by Kevin McLeod and used with his permission. Visit incompetech.com for more of Kevin's music. For the Harry Strange Radio Drama, I am Joanne Pruden. Good night. 
Hi, I'm Persephone Rose, executive producer for Postal Roach and the creator of Emperor Pigs. I'm a huge fan of audio drama, and if you're listening to this right now, I've got a sneaking suspicion you might be too. So make sure your headphones are plugged in tight because you're going to want to hear this. From July 24th through the 26th in 2020, producers, directors, composers, writers, actors, technicians, and fans of audio drama are gathering together for the world's first international modern audio drama convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia. This is going to be amazing. If you like panels, there's going to be panels. Workshops, they've got them. Studio sessions, swag events, live performances, and most importantly, all your favorite creators are going to be there. You can get all the details and purchase your tickets online at www.madcon.com. That's M-A-D hyphen C-O-N dot com. See you at MadCon.